Today's Vigil of the Epiphany is unlike any other vigil of the liturgical year. As a rule, vigils are days of penitence. As a rule, on vigils, the vestments are violet, there is no glory at the Mass, whereas today, white vestments, gloria, a festive vigil, if you will. The Mass today uh, takes once more the Mass assigned to the Sunday after the Nativity of the Lord. And I want to focus for just a few moments on the intro of uh, this, this very beautiful Mass taken from the Book of Wisdom. We had at the Benedictus uh, just a few moments ago before Mass the same antiphon. And here it occurs again as the introit of the Mass. While all things were in quiet silence, and night was in the midst of her swift course, thine almighty word, O Lord, leaped down from heaven out of thy royal throne. The fathers have offered innumerable commentaries on this text. I in no wise propose to in any way come close to what the fathers teach concerning this text, but I would offer just a few elements of meditation. This, of course, is applied to the mystery of the birth of Christ historically in, uh, in the middle of the night. And so, according to the tradition, Christ is born at midnight or thereabout, uh, and the context is one of absolute silence and darkness. And so the Church takes this historical setting, if you will, the cave at Bethlehem, the very cave depicted uh, there in the icon of the Nativity, and you see the representation of, of the darkness inside the cave. Note that the inside of the cave is uh, it's very rare in an icon to find black. Uh, the color is rarely used, but there you see almost the blackest black of blackness inside that, that cave. Uh, and uh, this speaks to the whole mystical tradition that if we would have the word leap down from his royal throne in heaven and take up his abode here in, in, in the, the secret part of the soul we need wait for him in silence and in darkness this is the teaching of all the saints that we cannot negotiate the descent of the word into our hearts. Uh, we cannot merit it. We cannot cause it to happen. Can we dispose ourselves to receive the visitation of the word? Yes, of course. St. Bernard, in his chapter sermons on the Song of Songs, encouraged his monks to prepare themselves for the visitation of the word. But then he would say... But as for the visitation of the word, it depends not on you nor on me. In 
And when he was questioned, he said, Yes, the word, the word hath visited me, but I know not how he came in or by what door he went out. And the monk said, Well, how do you know then that the word visited you? And, and St. Bernard answered, I, I know it by the ever so slight progress of my life. That was St. Bernard's answer. Uh, not by any stupendous uh, change of life, but rather St. Bernard said, I know it because I'm able, however humbly and in however small and, and almost imperceptible a way, I'm able to put one foot in front of the other and go forward. Uh, St. Bernard does not say, I know the word visited me because I'm making giant strides in holiness. Uh, he, he doesn't say, I know the word visited me because I've become an athlete of virtue. No, he says, by the ever so slight progress of my life. And uh, for us to be visited by the word, visited by the grace of Christ, uh, we have in some way to imitate our Blessed Lady and St. Joseph by withdrawing into a cave. By going to a place apart and by waiting in darkness and in silence. The darkness is as dark as God wants it to be for each of us. For some of us, He gives stars twinkling in the firmament, for some of us, He gives moonlight, for others, He gives a total obscurity. So dark that we cannot see with our spiritual eyes our hands in front of our face. And, and, and for still others, he, he allows a comforting angel to, to enter the darkness, bringing a lantern, lest it be altogether too oppressive. But the darkness itself is indispensable. This waiting in the darkness to be visited by the Word, and waiting in silence. We sometimes have the idea that when we go to pray, we have to keep up an incessant pious chatter. That we have to be saying something to God at every moment. That we have to be thinking pious thoughts or producing uh, acts of, of, of faith, of hope, of charity, of, of desire, of thanksgiving. And all of these things have their place. But there comes a moment in the interior life when by an action of the Holy Ghost all of these things are quieted. That doesn't mean for an instant that, that we, we cease from believing, from hoping, from loving, from desiring, from thanking, from praising, from adoring. But all of these movements of the soul are subsumed into a, a silence that expresses them all far better than thoughts or words can express them. And, and this, is, this is something that, that, that cannot be avoided in the interior life. This, um, there's no way uh, of getting around this. At some point, God leads every soul into darkness and into silence, into seeing nothing and into having nothing to say. Sometimes folks will come to me and say, 
I, I try to pray, but I have nothing to say. And, and that's the point. Blessed, blessed art thou when thou hast nothing to say. Because then, uh, you know, then, then one can be visited by the Word in whom God says everything. In the Word, God says everything. And, and if we think we have to have conceptualize and think pious thoughts and produce acts, prayer can become at a certain point uh, exhausting and, and frustrating. And, and then, then one falls prey to all sorts of temptations. This prayer is going nowhere. I'm forcing myself to pray, and it's, it's making me... There's, there's a discontent, there's a want of peace. Uh, I don't seem to be getting anywhere in my prayer. That would be an indication that one has simply to uh, abandon oneself to the night, to the darkness, and to the quiet to the silence and simply to wait upon God and it's in that context of darkness and silence that the word visits souls so I think this is uh, something we need to, to draw from from today's intro when, when you find yourselves you might say you might feel incapable of praying. That might be the very moment in which you are beginning to pray as God would have you pray. Uh, at the moment when you, you find yourself, I have nothing to say to you. And he's not saying anything to me. That might be the very moment in which you are best disposed to receive the visitation of the Word. It's, it's not easy, however, to sit in the dark and to listen to the silence. Everything in us wants to get up and, and run out of the cave. Everything in us wants to look for some kind of distraction. And so even sometimes we, we bring distractions to our prayer because we can't uh, support the, uh, the sound of that silence. And, and that's where we, we, we can call upon the Blessed Virgin Mary uh, and St. Joseph. Uh, they both knew uh, night, darkness. They knew it uh, at every level. Joseph had his dark night, his dark night of the soul. So too did our Blessed Lady. Uh, they both knew silence, uh, the silence of God. And they both found themselves at some point incapable of saying anything to God. Uh, this, this brings us to the state uh, of, of a simple abandonment and surrender to what God would do in us and for us. And what he would do in us and for us by far exceeds anything that we might be able to produce in and of ourselves. I, I think this is, this is the... the um, uh, the grace that comes from having prayed this, this intro today. So, uh, we, we go forward into, uh, into the Holy Sacrifice, and in some way every Mass is an experience of silence and of darkness. Uh, I think of the great silence of the canyon in that way. Sometimes people say, 
Why is it the canon of the Mass said aloud so that we can hear it? At a given moment, at the end of the Sanctus, the priest crosses a mystic threshold and he enters into the Holy of Holies, where silence alone is adequate to the mystery. And there is a certain not seeing in the Mass. And that not seeing is a way of truly seeing. So even in the Mass, the, uh, if you will, the mystic darkness, the mystic silence is integral to the liturgy itself. Let us then go forward uh, without fear uh, into the silence and the obscurity of the Holy Mysteries. <laughs>